All right, let's move on to tight ends. Ooh. Travis Kelsey at number one, followed no by there. Dallas Goddard. Yeah, no argument there. Good. Uh, <laughs> followed by Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz. Uh, that, that's like tier one and tier two right there. And then TJ Hawkinson. Is he entering that tier two after his first week with the Vikings? 85% rap participation, 27% target share, caught all nine of his targets. The dude made an instant impact like four days after joining the team. Yeah. Um, they knew what was going on. Like they brought him along and like, all right, that's it, man. You're in. Call me crazy. I'm putting TJ Hawkinson at two. I think if this is truly, and I don't want to try to overreact to that first game, but like you're trying, you're trying, but I'm trying but... you know, but, <laughs> <laughs> but TJ Hawkinson uh, on his debut had nine out of nine, tar- uh, nine catches off nine targets for 70 yards. It's the most targets of Viking Titan has seen since I think 2018 or 2019 with Kyle Rudolph. Um, and then on top of that, he played 91% of the snaps. The next highest game as far as a snap for a, a Vikings tight end this year was Johnny Munt in week one at 65%. Like this is, this is legit. You mentioned the route participation rate. He is the number two on this offense and the offense is more efficient because of it. They traded for him for a reason. So I'm going to put TJ Hawkins in it too. I think he's going to be a huge part of this offense. This was only week one on a new team and he had less than a week to prepare for this game and he had still had nine targets. So give him the next week against the bills. I think we're definitely going to see uh, TJ Hawkinson coming in it too. The reason why I moved back to the wide receivers real quick is because we got a comment in the chat. AJ Ramos oh. is asking no Pittman sad face, teary sad face. <laughs> and it's true. I moved Michael Pittman out of this range. Yeah. But let me ask you this question. Who are you starting, Michael Pittman or Deontay Johnson? Against They're going up against the Raiders this week. That's tough. I, I honestly might lean Deontay for the guarantee because I don't know what okay. this offense is going to look like. Exactly. That's kind of how I look at it, too. I'm starting Jerry, Jerry Judy over him. I'm starting Gabe Davis over him because I like his matchup like crazy. And then Ronda Moore, probably going to get the targets. Okay, boom. Yeah. There you go, AJ. Okay. Uh, you were second-guessing myself. I was second-guessing myself, though. But you know what? That's one guy I was looking at when I was creating this top 30. I think Michael Pittman's probably at like 32 on <laughs> my rankings or something like that. So Somewhere like – he's still yeah. like a low-end wide receiver three. That's kind of how I, I, I have him ranked. Hopefully, moving forward – listen, I'll, I'll say this. One bright spot for, for Pittman, uh, not this past week, but two weeks before, was he had a 40% target share. Okay. Like yeah. they didn't throw, Ellinger didn't throw the ball a ton. But when he did throw the ball, he was thrown to Michael Pittman. Okay. Last week, a little bit of a tough matchup against New England, confused the shit out of him. He, he, this was not the NFL for him. It was like, it was like an AP class, you know, in the NFL for him. So I, I wouldn't worry about it. Okay. Moving forward, let's go back to tight ends real quick. You mentioned TJ Hawkinson being your new favorite tight end. Let's move to George Kittle at number five. I'm not sure how much the 49ers are going to have to throw the ball in this game. Like I mentioned, you know, in games like this, we might see a relatively even target distribution given all their weapons. So I have him here at five. Gerald Everett at six, given the lack of weapons for Justin Herbert. Everett had a solid 18% target share in week nine. Uh, I'd expect that to continue. And Greg Dulcich against Tennessee Mm -hmm. in a good matchup. I had Pitts at eight. Uh, eight targets last night for Kyle Pitts. Only two catches for 28 yards. Only one catchable ball, and he caught two of them. Uh, over the last three weeks, Pitts has averaged eight targets per game. Unfortunately, he's only caught three catches nice. per game. <laughs> Not great. Not good at Not all. Not great. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. I have Pat Frymuth at nine. Uh, is Frymuth too low? 
Um, so I'll, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll be straight up. Like I should have ranked him over Coppets, right? Uh, obviously we can overlook the 2020 vision we have after Coppets, but are you ranking Frymouth? This is a tough matchup against New Orleans, sure. right? New Orleans did limit uh, our boy Isaiah Likely to one catch last week. Um, so, you know, should we be putting Firemuth over guys like Dulcich, Everett? Yeah, I think it has to do with the target share, too. And Pat Firemuth, especially with Chase Claypool out, uh, he's been getting consistent targets each and every week that he's actually been on the field. So I would arguably put Pat either, I mean, I guess eight, right? Because Greg Dulcich has been crazy consistent um, and he's been crazy good. I'll, for I'll, be, I'll be straight up honest with you, uh, honest with you guys. Like I didn't rank my tight ends until after Thursday night football. So like Kyle Pitts got locked in because, because I use fantasy mm-hmm. pros to do my rankings and they get sure. locked in after Thursday night game. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I've been ranking, you know, everyone here knows I've been ranking Kyle Pitts outside my top 10 for every <laughs> single week. Uh, but no, I hear you. Okay. So basically Pat Firemuth, you liked him over Kyle Pitts. I like him over Kraupitz, arguably over Greg Dolchich, but yeah. um, I think that's seven, eight, nine. You know, seven, I, eight. So I like I like Dolchich's matchup against yeah. Tennessee. That's one thing I did like, and I didn't expect um, Court and Sutton to come back this week. So, or at least you know, come back to fantasy production this week. Um, Evan Ingram, I would have had him h- higher as well. Like, I would definitely play Ingram over Kraupitz. However wasn't so sure about his status, right? Because he's been yeah. limited all week with a back injury. Uh, it seems like he's going to play, and I like his matchup this week. Um, solid start against Kansas City. I would assume that he plays. Um, you know, like we mentioned, the game script multiple times in this podcast, you know, he could see some l- legit target share this week against the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, it's a big matchup for them. For sure. Dalton Schultz at 11. Um, I see his routes going way up after the bye like he's trying to get his knee right you know but even without the knee right Dak has been peppering the shit out of him on a per route basis over 30 percent targets per route run over his last two games so if his target if his route participation goes up past like 50 to 60 percent where he's been at over the last couple of games and he's still kind of producing he's gonna kind of go back to what we saw last year it's very possible yeah I, I like Dalton um I definitely put him top 10. I know you said you usually put Pitts out of there, but I'd probably put him over Pat and even over Dolchich. I mean, based mm. on the usage that we've been seeing out of him recently. I, I would as well, but I, I have to see the rap participation go up first, right? That's that's the only thing with him. Like, I want to see the rap participation go up, um, you know, past like 75% or 70% at least. It just hasn't crossed 60% yet. And I'm, you know, I'm assuming that does go up. Um, you know, because they just had the buy. Hopefully, you know his knee is is doing all right now. Yeah. Um. I have Cole commit at at twelve here. Uh, this is the highest I've had Cole commit. I think outside of maybe week one, right? Week one, everyone was high on Cole commit. I had him in my top twelve, maybe. Uh. But in a high scoring game, you know, three touchdowns in his last two games, so I can see him potentially doing his thing this week. You know, at at this point, you're now just shooting darts. You're shooting darts at tight ends. Who gives a shit? Just put somebody in there and just hope for points, pretty much. Tyler Higby, you know, he fell off the face of the earth, right? His route participation has plummeted over the last couple of weeks. He was yeah. a top six tight end, like, maybe four weeks ago, and now you can barely start him, and I wouldn't start him. This is a great matchup, but it could be a trap. It probably is a trap, because unless Higby's routes go back up, I would not trust him in my lineup. Yeah, and look, it's he was like a borderline top three, top five tight end that first half of the season, and just lately he's completely fallen off, as you mentioned. Uh, why? I, I don't know. Like, they, clearly their offense is not better because of it. 
<laughs> yeah, but I don't yeah. know what's going on. I'm not dropping him just yet. Like I have him in one league. Matter of fact, I have him in the league that I'm in with you, and I have him on my bench. I'm starting. I'm starting uh, Evan Ingram over him this week uh, if he plays. Um, and you know, like listen, like honestly, I'm gonna drop him after this week if I don't see that rap participation go up. It's over. What's Tyler Hippie? Good to know. Drop. Good to know. Maybe I'll just trade him <laughs> to you uh, for some fab. Just give me, give me, give me a couple bucks. I just need a couple bucks. Uh, <laughs> I got Cameron Bray here at number fourteen. He's practicing in full, by yeah. the way. So if you were planning on playing Kate Auden, think again. I do have Kate Auden at sixteen because I feel like this might be a fifty-fifty split. One of these guys getting a touchdown. Tom Brady likes his tight ends. Both these guys have gotten targets from him. Who knows? And then I have Taysom Hill. I kind of smack dab in between these guys uh, because the randomness at some upside from Taysom Hill. Who knows? Um, but, you know, we'll see what happens there. Throwing darts, Dutch. Throwing darts, Joe. And I think there's a dart you're missing uh, on this top 20 list who kind of had it? a big game last week. Juwan Johnson, who, oh yeah, you know, with, with the upside he has to at least get that big touchdown, um, I think he deserves to be in the top 20. Again, with throwing darts. Like, I had to start yeah. him last week in a couple leagues, and he ended up coming through at the last second. So, well, you think you think Adam Troutman's return start getting more into that rotation? You think that that affects it a little bit? That's the only reason why he's not here. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't think he, he's I, I, really come on after Troutman got hurt, and like that's really when he started to like do his thing and become fantasy relevant. That's my only concern with him. Yeah, and I think even the, you know going into the season and like beginning of the season, the word was that Juwan Johnson was kind of edging out to be their guy, you know, outside of Taysom. Um, so I think he kind of keeps that role, um, but I, yeah, I, I can see, see it, especially given the fact that he's been producing with it, right? He's been a yeah. good red zone target and Andy Dalton has been looking for him. And that's what so, makes me think Kate Otten as well could probably mm-hmm. move into that top 12, top 13 um, ahead of guys like Tyler Higby only because if you gain the trust of Tom Brady, you know, that's valuable. That's valuable yeah. to that offense. It's true. It's true. I, I hated Kate Otten as a prospect, uh, but I, he's proved he's really yeah he's proved me wrong I guess because he's been producing as a rookie, which is like you know you can't that's it it's over like I'm wrong, um, but and and you're right it is a good matchup too against Seattle right yep. uh, so something to keep an eye on there no no offense you know even without a high rap participation last week he got it done, um, yep. you know and he has a good matchup against Tampa Bay another decent dart throw and then Mike Kosicki. Robert Tunyon and Foster Moreau kind of rounding it out. Why Foster Moreau? By the way, Robert Tunyon, real quick, like his rap participation has plummeted as well. Like it was going yep. up and we got some hope and now it's coming down, unfortunately. So that stinks. And then you got Foster Moreau uh, replacing Darren Waller. I wouldn't expect much out of there. Just you're kind of hoping for a touchdown. And but, but you know, without, you know, Hunter Renfro also, maybe, just maybe Moreau, you know, gets into that conversation of the top three target in that offense potentially yeah I mean, it's it. so hard to even look at these and just kind of like rank these guys <laughs> just roll your eyes at all these guys <laughs> um and that's pretty much all we got guys we appreciate you listening joe thank you man thank you for hopping on last minute appreciate you man um you know this is it's just like we're picking up from uh where we left off absolutely you know absolutely. love it Feels love good. it Feels good. let us know in the comments if you like joe better than zach and uh, we'll go. 
<laughs> Zach is gonna fucking hate me for that. I can't one. do graphics uh, like this. That's the only thing. Oh man, hilarious. All right. Uh, well, you know, thank you everybody for listening to the podcast. We appreciate you. If you could, you know, download the podcast, subscribe to the podcast on every platform: Apple Podcast, Spotify, and all that. Again, you can find Joe at Fantasy Football and Fantasy Football Analyst over on Instagram. Don't forget the dots and uh, see him. You know, go go there, follow him, comment on his post, DM him. Uh, he probably won't get back to you, but just follow him there. And uh, <laughs> he has great content. He has really good content. He really stepped up his game this year. So, so make sure you check him out there. But anyway, I'm Faraz at Upperhand Fantasy on Instagram. I'll see you guys soon. Take it easy. Peace. Peace.